0: I don't know if people would want to see my ugly mug on video. Well,
1: I'm not saying we have to put our faces up.
0: Oh, man, that's a good call. We could have
1: fancy slides and stuff and bore them to death with PowerPoint.
0: Ah, death by PowerPoint. I like that plan. <laughs>
1: we could even do hack me rooms or something.
0: Ah, that'd be kind of fun. Do like a podcast episode where we... um. To try Hack Me Room, and then, uh, you know, we fill the chat with expletives, um, <laughs> because it's not <laughs> working. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I really like that. That's a good idea. Deep. Yes, I like it. <gasps> well, do you guys do something with the Cybersecurity Club? Who?
2: You. Oh, yeah, I'm the vice president of it.
0: What? No way! Yes, yes.
1: This is a shocking revelation to me. Shocking, shocking revelation. How could you? Yes, I'm recording. How
0: could (laughs) I? This is good stuff. We need to fill the gaps. We got to make up for the lost time. (laughs) Got to go Uh, fast. (laughs) Got to go fast.
2: Yes, I'm the vice president. I'm actually running for president as well. Yeah, nice. So
1: a promotion, basically.
2: Well, if the students will have me, then yes.
0: I think you Um, make an excellent president. And so I hereby endorse you for
2: that. I, I appreciate that. And I will endorse you in your run for vice president.
0: Yeah, but I'm only doing it because I'm only doing it because you want me to do it. So, I'm just going to be like a secondary vote for you, you know?
1: <laughs> oh, I, and here I thought it was because I was running for treasure and you were afraid of me deposing you.
0: <laughs> hey, zero charges of embezzlement so far, okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, we're, yes. we're doing great.
2: <laughs> <sighs> it's a good day. We're all running for office. Elections are coming up. In the cyber club, we're we're gonna do it, we're gonna win.
1: Yeah, bureaucracy, yes,
0: (laughs) yeah. Then we have to fill out all the forms, (laughs) (laughs) yes. All right, all right. You guys want to kick it off? Yes, all right, yeah. We'll say insert the music here, drop the music. The following is from a cooperative project for acquiring skills essential to learning.
2: Welcome to the Security Chipmunks podcast, where we talk about the development of cybersecurity skills. To stay up to date in today's world, you need to be resilient. That's why as advanced, persistent chipmunks, we keep chipping away at it. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what? I went to uh, a meeting for the Harvard Extension Cybersecurity Club this evening. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it had uh, Tara Wheeler. She was speaking. Phenomenal. I love hearing her speak. Uh, so she was talking about like policy and uh, cybersecurity laws and, and things like that it was a really good talk
0: that's awesome yeah did she did she mention like how their they the laws themselves have actually been like brought up to speed within like the past 20 years at all
2: <laughs> well she she had some sub <laughs> complaints and, um, i mean she had colorful language about how the laws actually make no sense particularly the computer fraud and abuse law And then there was another pay one that she was talking about that is they're trying to get it through, but it it has some dumb things in it that's not gonna be good for, you know, people who deal with computers. So Which
1: is like everybody nowadays, so it's bad for everyone.
2: Yeah, so they're trying to push some things in that law that shouldn't be there. Yeah,
0: that's that's gonna be good. (laughs) No, I know, right? Right. So, what else have you guys been up to? I mean, uh, we've taken a little hiatus.
2: We did. We took a break. I started a new job, cool. and yeah, so I'm now working as a sock analyst too. I'm very excited. I'm working at a great company. The, everybody there is so nice, and I'm—I just feel like I have really found found a great place to work at, and it has you know, great right people to work with. And I'm, I'm very happy there.
0: Oh, nice. Congratulations. i like to hear that.
2: You Thank know,
0: you. That up to?
1: Well, I've been pretty busy myself. I too have gotten a job. I am a mere sock analyst. One, all my coworkers are super nice and it's a great place to work as well.
0: Oh, awesome. I mean, don't let the title throw you given my relationship with you and knowing Knowing you for as long as I have now, I I feel that you'll quickly accelerate to the higher tiers in no time at all.
1: Yes, they definitely, it does feel like they want you to grow uh, in that company.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes, they do seem to encourage that. And I'm glad that you got the job. So glad to have you working with me. It seems like I drag you with me everywhere that I go. Yes,
1: yes, a little bit. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's like i got a new job let's recommend neil well it's <laughs> so, just that I I, I, I I
1: have a level of rapport and trust that i know yes. um that you're setting me up for success
2: absolutely i'm very happy for you and i'm I'm glad that you're joining me at this cool company and i, I we actually have a few friends that work there now which is pretty neat Yes. So it's great to have friends at work. Indeed.
1: And of course, there's still school. So trying to finish out the last term or so here and uh, try to complete all the classes. We'll see how how that goes. Definitely always interesting trying to transition between jobs and still do school and everything. So.
0: I believe in you. you Keep busy. You got this. Yeah, you got it. You'll keep chipping away at it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh boy. (laughs) I'll be
1: graduated uh, before I know it, and these will be
0: the good old days. (laughs) The good old days before you had to start paying on student loans. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, that's coming, isn't it? Yep. Yes. So that just reminded me of um my my credit card my debit card company. Um, <laughs> so I went to go buy a hacker hoodie. It's the Recca hoodie by um the Spearfish General Store. So I go to order it, and my bank they they stopped it. They they stopped me from buying my black hacker hoodie <laughs> from the Spearfish Store. They thought it was hacking or something. Just I got a, stopped by the fraud department. That so was funny. That's I weird. wonder
0: if they like flag that just because of like the keyword in the store name
2: yes so like yes them, right <laughs> that would be great yes
0: <laughs> that fraud analyst is like man i'm nailing this job today
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes well and i tell it when i had to talk to them on the phone so i had to talk with them to get it to go through and i was i let them know i purchased from this place twice before already. Every time I get you know stuck on this fraud thing, but it was just this time it was my hacker hoodie that I was buying. Hmm.
0: So in the software yeah, like would, would that be like a benign positive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, their filter did what the the filter was supposed to do, I guess.
0: Nice. so all right well I mean let's let's get into the show so now we we know that what we've been doing um, you know what's going on in the news?
2: Well, uh in the news, we have Kaspersky is uh, recommended you don't use anymore.
1: Who's recommending that though?
2: German, German government. Oh, okay.
1: There's so many advisories anymore. I'm like, there's like CISA and. There's,
2: well, yes. Know. If I if I wanted to compile a list, I could probably compile a pretty large list of who recommends you don't use Kaspersky <laughs> right now. <laughs> so good question. Yes, a lot of places are saying don't use Kaspersky. It's developed by the Russians. And Russians are currently uh, waging a war.
0: Yeah. They
1: it's are. almost like they're incentivized to not be helpful right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, CISA, there, did you guys see that alert that went out earlier in the week about uh, it kind of ties into the whole uh, war in Ukraine, too? <clears throat> the Russian state-sponsored uh, actors exploiting uh, uh, Duo authentication uh, uh, yeah. uh, protocol and uh, leveraging Print Nightmare and stuff like that to mm. to yeah. <laughs> to like pop a whole bunch of victims. I mean, I shouldn't laugh because, but um, it's a pretty interesting um, attack. So, how it how it works? is as a duo account falls out of a good active state, it gets unenrolled a lot of the times as like a business process to free up licensing and things like that. And so they are using this to pinpoint accounts to attack. And so they'll brute force an account, get the password, and then walk through the enrollment into Duo. <laughs> and then they use that to gain control and pivot throughout the environment. It's actually oh, wow. a really interesting attack. So wow.
1: So basically from what you're saying, it sounds like they use accounts that like don't have it enabled anymore to then re enroll and then use that the fact that they had now have multi factor authentication to pivot to stuff that
0: requires it. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like one of the best practices that I remember always coming across in some of the, in my previous environments was limit the number of stale accounts within the environment right and so this just kind of helps reiterate that to me of if you have a stale account and you have uh, policies on like third-party vendors like duo authentication where you pay for like the number of licenses and seats that you have and then that authentication uh, like expires and like already like something happens where you kind of like start the process of decommissioning an account but you don't decommission it all the way You know, it can just come back and bite you in the butt. So, to me, (laughs) like I can think back and look at some of the environments that I've been in and be like, yeah, I can totally see that happening. (laughs) So, yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, there's, it's always like, gotta try to stay ahead of the curve. There's always something.
0: Yeah. And and it's, to me, it's kind of interesting. Um, with the Ukrainian war going on, what it's actually spurring within the cybersecurity field, right? So you have this CISA advisory going out that's related to that. They have the Conti leaks that are going on now because of the Ukrainian war that's happening. Mm-hmm. It, it's like spurring all these events, and it's almost like we're going into like a... Uh, information overload because not only are they spurring these events to like you know happen but there's also a whole bunch of interesting projects that are people that are doing with like open source intelligence and pinpointing russian troop movements based on their posting uh, of tiktoks and things like that it's just getting all sorts of crazy you know oh yeah
1: if you yeah. want to talk like OSINT and uh Russia, um reading the Belling Cat stuff is always interesting. Um they actually like, uh I haven't finished it, but I had started reading um their book earlier this year. Like we, I think it's like We Are Belling Cat or something. But the mm-hmm. the stuff that like the, the work that Bellingcat does is pretty impressive.
0: Well, What's interesting about the Cat stuff is, uh, from the Conti leaks, it seems that there's some connection between the Conti group and the FSB, which is like the Russian uh, equivalent of like the uh, like the NSA or the CIA, right? Um, they, the FSB has like has like chat logs reaching out to some of the uh, people at Conti asking them to do uh, research and OSINT and other things like that on some of the people associated with Bellingcat, um, because of the articles that they've have written about like uh, Nodani and uh, a couple of the other people um, that the US has like extradited for um, legal actions. Very cool. Yeah,
1: but yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff uh, you can learn from like their guides and whatnot on how to do OSINT and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the ones I saw that interested me originally was like um, they were like going through like videos or something and like locating the different locations in the video like there's multiple locations and they were going through and matching it up to like satellite imagery and stuff that's a rather simplistic example but
0: to me it's always really interesting uh when people are able to do that because they'll take a photo and they'll be able to place it exactly where it was taken based on like a little bit of the metadata that's in there but also, like, okay, here's a whole list of, you know, a list of photos from that same area, like throughout the year, and we can kind of correlate this data to tell you that it was taken on this time at this part of the season. You know, uh, that correlation stuff to me is super interesting, like how people draw those uh, similarities and parallels between things. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen people doing these OSINT challenges, like a picture of somebody at the beach and they're just like on a balcony and you just see like a beach and water and, and they're able to be like, Oh yeah, you're on this beach because I see you're eating a a burrito that has seaweed. And so that's this location. And I'm just like, wow, they figure all this from just a few clues that they were able to put together almost precise location or precise location of where that person is um, that took the picture and enjoying the, sea, the view and, and their seaweed burrito.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty it's wild. Kind of like,
2: cool. yeah,
1: what like it's it kind of makes you wonder like how you can um, really address that if you're trying to do like operational security or something like that. Um, especially when people are like you know well reflections and stuff like of things or. Just, like, the minute details, like, what would you have to do to actually disguise a location or whatnot or something, you know, if you're uh-huh. trying to do something? Seems like it would be hard. Yeah. And then on the flip side, well, I don't want to say the flip side, but um, I think it would be an interesting application of, like, uh, deep fakes, but, like, for location to make it seem like you're Somewhere you're not, seems like you could apply that in a way.
0: Are you talking like deep fake the photo of or like the movie? Well, you can
1: do real time video deep fakes now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually just saw one recently. Um, is some guy doing a deep fake of Tom Cruise? <laughs> Absolutely hysterical. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I think they've even gotten better than those ones um actually uh if it's the one i'm think- if it's the one I'm thinking you're thinking of <laughs> um.
0: uh it, it was the kid uh who was like a dishwasher a, in like a restaurant and uh they deep faked Tom Cruise's head on there as he's complaining about washing the dishes yeah
1: I mean if it's even a year old it's it's
0: already even better than that no it is this week. Oh, this week, pretty, Yeah, it's pretty convincing. I'm like that's that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's come quite a long way in such a short time. Just to the point where I'm like so if my CEO hop, hops on a, a video call with me and tells me to transfer a bunch of money, <laughs> I'm still not going to do it,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> And you'll be like, okay, sure, <laughs> here we go, all right? But, uh, yeah,
1: definitely changes things up. Of course, I imagine uh, there's still some amount of setup or know-how, but as it becomes easier for the average person, I guess it's kind of like, you know, like with the air tags thing, the ease of use is part of why it makes it such a problem, because in terms of, like, how hard it is to set that up and, like, track, someone it's pretty nominal if you have an iphone or something cause i mean that's what you need to set up an air tag right um so if you compare a bluetooth you know thing to your phone you can figure how to use your tag compared to like other solutions that might be a little bit more involved to set up i don't know maybe that's just uh speculation but
2: We have the Hippity Haps in security. What's the Hippity Haps
0: in security, Patrick? The Hippity Haps, current events and things that are coming up to keep you guys informed.
2: So we have the B-Sides Tampa that's happening on April 23rd, and it's a hybrid event, so there's going to be an in-person things happening, and then there's going to be a remote, and the remote tickets are only $15, so kind of neat. Nice.
0: Speaking of events coming up, uh, GrimCon has put out their Call for Papers. Anybody see that? I did
2: not. I did not either.
0: Yeah, Call for Papers and Call for Presentations are out. And once again, they have the two tracks. Uh, One that's specifically for first-timers. Nice. If you're interested in that, you can toss in a... Planned presentation, and they can help you find a partner, uh, like an experienced speaker to do that. So, something worth maybe looking into. Nice,
1: cool, Matt.
2: Well, that sounds fun.
1: I mean, you can't beat the cute logo either.
2: Isn't that the guy with the uh unicorn thing, too?
1: I think that's Scythe. You're thinking of this is Grim, so it's a Grim Reaper.
2: Uh, didn't you have something about the Wild West Hacking Fest?
0: Oh, yeah. That's going on in May, isn't it?
1: Yes. It's a bit more spendy with the virtual con coming in at 150 and the uh, in-person being 350
2: Way west. Very nice. That sounds fun.
1: If you register before April 23rd, you can get the swag bag. So you know what really grinds my gears?
2: What grinds your gears? Ads. All right. I'll it
1: turns out Microsoft is testing ads in Windows 11 File Explorer. Apparently, somebody in the um, what is it called the Insider uh, program had, uh, took a screenshot of a uh, new feature of uh, ads in uh, File Explorer of all things. Um, of course, they've been pushing ads for other stuff like Edge and uh, the Start menu and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, I can't say I'm too happy with the idea of ads in my file explorer for crying out loud. Microsoft of course says that this is experimental and not actually intended to be published externally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, uh, does not instill confidence. I am, I have a hard enough time with ads in my browser, let alone, uh, having to deal with ads in my computer, but, uh, maybe I'm alone in that.
0: So, do you think if you ran like something like Pi Hole or uh, DNS blacklisting for like ad servers, if that would break things? I would hope. Well, I mean, not just like break the display of the ads, but if that would break functionality within like the file explorer itself,
1: that would be pretty interesting. I think they'd have to fix that post haste. It would be pretty funny though
0: like one of those things that i'd be interested in digging into just to see how badly it's been uh messed up and i I guess
1: uh i I think the real um the real takeaway here is that um microsoft loves linux so much they want to push you into using linux whatever way possible time we have for today don't forget to like and subscribe and uh now we're from our sponsors
0: no <laughs> like... oh, uh we're sponsored by magic unicorn or no magic spoon ah, i screwed it up guys <laughs> we're never gonna get that sponsorship <laughs> <laughs> anywho all right cool no, that was fun good job guys yes. yeah good job. yeah this is nice catching up chit-chatting with you always yeah maybe we'll have a little bit more structure next time i don't think so i like winging it
2: yeah that was fun
0: nice yeah so we're gonna try hack me session um we'll pop that in the old events um mm-hmm. In the meantime, join us on Discord.
2: Yes. Go to securitytipmonks.com where you will find a link to our Discord server.
0: All right, nice. Nice. I think we nailed it, guys. Yes. We nailed it. We nailed it. Nailed it. Right where you are,
2: you're sitting in an electrical matrix of energy beyond belief or most human conception. You'll be surprised to know how much knowledge and communication can be carried on its way.